And Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Ryan, please provide me with what I asked for yesterday. I believe it or not, I tried last night. There was not, it was like hooker night off. So you were so depressed looking in Las Vegas by yourself that you couldn't uh-huh. even get a woman of the night to approach you. Correct. I was, of course... Not one. We ended yesterday's show. I wanted Ryan to find out if, like, what the rates were from a, a, a hooker in Las Vegas. I find it hard to believe that they're... Like, did you really put effort in? Uh, I, I, I didn't go searching, but I did take a walk last night. And, you, and it was after... Like, the, my walk home was after midnight. So I feel like I should have been uh, approached at some point, but I wasn't. Uh, see, hear me out. I feel like there almost might be that. That might be in the middle. Of, I, I have to imagine they work. They kind of work doubles every night. Like you yeah. got to imagine they can do one set at like nine or ten, right? And then they come back out when the clubs and stuff close. No, I did watch a guy approach a hooker and actually uh, pick her up, though. Was she attractive? She was she was she was mildly attractive. She wasn't the uh, the worst I've I've ever. Do seen. you think that they were compatible? Is this a pretty woman situation? Oh, he definitely was. And he, I, I'm trying to describe if I can. Like the guy was somewhere between 58 and 63. Okay. Right. Had a had a full like bushy surfer head of hair. Yeah. But was a total nerd. Okay. Um, was wearing two sets of glasses on his head. Okay. He had his reading glasses and then a pair of sunglasses above that on his head above his eyes. Okay. Uh, Hawaiian shirt. I feel like I'd take a shower before I got a hooker. And and he just like ran right up to her and he's like, hi, sweetie. How are you tonight? And like, like fist bumped her. And uh, then I noticed them uh, get into the elevator together. Yeah, now that's a good thing. I, I know realize it's our second straight day to, talking, you know, hooker chat. But yeah. I I do think that the the once you do it once, it's got to be like riding a bike, right? Like you've broken the seal on, all right, I'm going to be the guy that pays for sex. Who gives a shit, right? You, you know what you're doing then. You just go. Now, do you assume if you walk up to a woman and you fist pound her and you go, hi, sweetie, what are you doing tonight? If she doesn't immediately say, what the fuck are you doing? Do you assume, all right, she is a hooker? Yeah. So if she's like, what the fuck? You're like, oh, sorry, I've, I, I didn't know who I was coming up my mistake. Also, too, what I've noticed is, is, is there are very few. I am, I am, I am a unicorn. I mean, it is, it, there's a few, but like most, especially, there's no single females out of here. Of course not. None. In what scenario would that be a good idea for a single no, female I, to go to Vegas, which is like bachelor party? I mean, you could argue that if you were a single fe- female looking to get it, Vegas is a really good spot to go. Oh, I think you'd end up more here for like a conference or a work trip. Like you're doing business and you're by yourself. I don't think that that really happens. I do. I think people go out with coworkers. I think it's I. It, well, that's what I'm saying is that they're with coworkers, but like that whole time, their your coworkers aren't always your best friends. I don't think people really fuck on work trips. Maybe that's a bad. Maybe that's a shortcoming on my part. Like I don't understand how it could work, but it seems it, it doesn't seem like I don't know. Like like I admire that you're able to go on vacation alone and make it work for you, but it seems hard to to actually approach anyone and 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 start something up because by the time you get to a point where, you know, you have something that maybe would work out, I feel like it would be time to leave. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like it's 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 it, it, like that's why I have very few expectations of that. Mhm. I did I did like there was But a you're bartender. a unicorn cuz you're a single guy? No, no, no. I'm just saying that I'm like I'm I'm very. Um, there's a few like single dudes roaming around, but like most people are in in groups. I would have or, to imagine that there out. are like a fair amount of single guys roaming around Vegas. I would say you are in the minority who don't plan to kill themselves uh, <laughs> uh, while they're there, like that are having like the last ditch. Uh, right, you know, this is, fuck this it. Is, yeah, let's party. go out. So there, uh, you are a unicorn in that sense. Yeah. 
No, there was a, there was a, a bartender that I was, you know, a place where I had dinner. The bartender was getting a little flirty with me and she kept coming over and talking to me and we were like having a really nice conversation. And then at the end of dinner, when we were getting up, she introduced herself to me and like put her hand out and, and uh, spilled a drink all over the bar. And then she just pretty much walked away. <laughs> what? I, what, you didn't wait. So an embarrassment. Yeah, she was she was like, you can tell she was just like, yeah, OK, whatever. Was she cute? Yes. Why didn't you go back? Why did you let that end the interaction? I, I've still got time. She wasn't there last night. I walked by. I looked. Interesting. Yeah. So you think this bartender was into you or she was looking for a tip? Uh, I don't I think I th- it, it was it was not looking for a tip. It was somewhere between you're my most interesting customer and I might be into you. OK. Uh, by the way, I'm getting, I get messages, you know, you can always reach out to, uh, read, okay, okay, so I have some messages to read from, uh, JJ, who's a fan of our Hi, show. JJ. You can always, I don't know if, uh, if JJ, if JJ's the biggest Ryan fan, I can't tell, okay. um, but you can always message us at TIH show, at Mark Zito, at Mashup Ryan. So and here, trust me, we love trolls. <laughs> well, Basically, the first question. If you're gonna I, call and say something shitty and negative, we'll get along with you really no, well. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, he had some questions <laughs> that I think are legitimate. Did you have sex with your Amish house cleaner? Was the first thing I forgot to ask. Wait, I'm sorry. What was? Did it? you ever have sex with your Amish house cleaner? Okay, no. All right. Well, all right. Well, people wanted to know. Inquiring minds. People, JJ. people know. People know. JJ's JJ's just fucking with you. Okay, so here's the. Th- I don't know. You could have. JJ JJ's JJ's fucking with you. Okay, you now here's here's some here's some real talk from JJ. Too yeah. bad Ryan doesn't reach out to TIH listeners when he comes to Vegas. Although JJ, I gotta be honest, we didn't. I, we don't have like a thing that's like, hey, we're coming to Vegas. Like I, I I didn't know he was doing this. The fucking guy called me on the way to the airport. But, but wait, so so he expects me to just like? Yeah, why not? Maybe it's a hey. I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a, JJ right. could be stuff to know. Uh, too bad Ryan doesn't reach out to TIH, TIH listeners when he comes to Vegas. I have an extra set of clubs and know all the go- golf courses that are $50, not 500 Hope he gets table-side prepared salad for one again. Thanks, JJ. <laughs> Gee, you're missing the point. I pay. I play on the $50 courses all the time. I know. So he's saying he could have taken you to them. Yeah, no, I, that's, he's, no, I don't want to play another $50 course. I've played tons of $50 courses. Did you play the $500 course no, yesterday? No, I'm still I'm looking at it right now. He, will meet, he has one other message. He will meet lots of girls as he goes to Blue Martini at Town Square. Just can't wear his pink flamingo cabana shirts. <laughs> what is it? Blue flamingo at Town Square? Blue Martini at Town oh. Square. Blue that almost blue Monte. I can't tell if he means just girls or specifically hookers. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm also going on vacation. I'm going to Montana this weekend. So if anyone know, if any of the this is happening listeners reside in Bozeman, Montana, or Livingston, Wait. Montana, and you have recommendations. You're not going there for any work. You really you're going to Bozeman for vacation. Well, I'm going to see John Mayer perform. Okay. Okay. There's I was going to say, are you a huge Yellowstone fan? No, there's a benefit concert. It's called Rise for the River that John's putting on. And, you know, you can actually, if you go to johnmayer.com, you can watch it, too. You can stream it. Um, but, you know, you have to donate to stream it. But it's it's like he's performing at this thousand-person venue called P- Pine Creek Lodge out in uh, Livingston. And it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I've always wanted an excuse to get out to Bozeman and Paradise Valley because it looks really pretty. And this afforded the perfect one, as far as I'm concerned. I feel like Bozeman and Iceland are the same thing. I don't think they are at all. I don't, what, do, do elaborate. Well, like anyone who's ever been to Iceland, they tell you that they get to Reykjavik. Or Reykjavik, Reykjavik and, or, yeah. And, and it's just like much smaller than, than they anticipated. Well, yeah. And, I- and and there's only like like there's only like a tiny little section of real like social life and it's pretty much a small town and that's what i figured bozeman would well yeah of like. course it's montana i don't know i'm not exactly going there looking to go into a major city you know there's going to be one restaurant with you know really good food and then like two or three others that are okay i don't know if it's that small i i will say that i have i does strike me as one of those places that when you go there everyone's like i never want to leave like I think it's one of those places that's really cool and and, and quaint and nice and pretty. In so I'm August, look, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, in August. 
Yeah, it's like 90 degrees. It's the same yeah, as it is I, here. I'm saying try. I don't think people are going to say that in January. I don't, I don't think people are going to go to Bozeman in January and say, wow, I never want to leave this place. Well, that's why unless they, you. That's why there were benefit concerts, because I guess with the flooding at Yellowstone, you know, a lot of the hotels and stuff were having reservations canceled, things like that. And so this was a good way to uh, bring people to the area. There's been three of them. The first one was with Bob Weir from The Grateful Dead. And then last week was Dave Chappelle and John Mayer together. And then uh, this week is just John Mayer solo. So that's what I'm going to. And Sarah's coming, too. You've got it. You've got to tell me because I've, I've also sort of gotten the impression that, and and if you know you're you're from there at TIH show, that that they don't love their new popularity. I would say that that's the case with any place that gets popular. Now I don't know. I would love to hear. Um, well, some places are all about like, hey, look at all the new things we've got. But it seems like the they were like everything was fine here. Get the fuck out of here, you crazy rich people. Well, that seems to be happening in every place: Nashville, Austin. Uh, and when it happens to those places, we just create new places. <laughs> like you could argue that that's why Bozeman's popping up now because Austin right. and Nashville. It's like, right. Okay. Yes. We're done with Nashville, so it's time for Boise and Bozeman. Yeah, apparently the Kardashians are in Idaho a lot. What the fuck? I I, I heard this, like... (laughs) And I found out where they have a house, and I was looking at the quote-unquote development. I, I, to be clear, I wasn't that interested in the Kardashians that I was like, let me find out where they live. Uh I know somebody that has a house, and they were like, oh, the Kardashians have a development. So I was like, what the fuck? So I looked it up, and it's like the smallest shack, and I used big air quotes on that in this development, (laughs) is like four and a half million dollars. Oh, wow. What what town is that near? Is that Boise? I have no idea. Somewhere in I'm sure. I don't know. At that point, that's the other thing. It's nice to get rich enough where it doesn't matter what town it's near because you can fly your private jet into any tiny airport. Right. Or you just build your own landing strip and you can fly there. Dude, getting to – because since it's such a short trip, we're going to Montana on Friday and coming back on Monday. I I didn't want to take a connection and screw around with that. You have to though. No. No? But let me you tell found you, a direct flight from New York to Bozeman. From Newark to Bozeman. Let me tell wow. you, though, not cheap. I Not I, cheap at all. I would bet. And then... Where would the connection... Would have would it have been, like, Denver or Salt Lake City or yeah, Seattle? Yeah, or, or, or Dallas, even. Some of them are in Dallas. Like, it's just all over the place. Ooh. But I am flying direct. And then today I, I realized it was on a Boeing Max. And I was like, oh, am I going to die? Here. Yeah, Probably. Mm. Hold on, I'm looking up. Uh, let's see. Let's see where you're gonna eat in Bozeman. I know where I'm going to eat. I'm going to you know where you're gonna eat. Yeah, there's okay. Where? Uh, there's this one place that I think it's called Follow Your Nose Barbecue. I was told I need to because here's the thing. This is the third week of concerts, so I know a lot of people that have been in the area already. I okay. also have a uh, a reservation. Oh, it's, one it's night. not your nose. It'd be, be, it's your nose. Yep. Y E R. Then I also I also have a reservation. I think I want to say Yellowstone Grill or something. I'm going horseback riding. My wife wow. really wants to. Oh, by the way, the show this is happening. We are off next Tuesday again because I'm coming back from Bozeman. But we, uh, my wife wants to go ride horses. Okay. I really don't want to, but I'm doing it. I mean, you know, she's flying all the way there with me. I'm kind of afraid. Have you ever been on a horse? I have. That is one thing I've even even as much as like all my redneck upbringing. I've never ridden a horse like unless it was like a pony at the circus. And I don't remember it. She's like an experienced horse rider. She used to do it when she was younger. I'm concerned about getting on the horse. I don't know. What if I get oh, I fucked up? I think you'll off? be able to get on. Fucking, what if, you know, what if it ruins my career playing Superman? I don't want to get on there. <laughs> no, I don't think that, like, any horse, you know, I is, is I think that the horses that you go horseback riding on are very akin to the Central Park carriage horses insofar as that they've just been beaten into servitude. That makes me feel even worse. And, and don't have any uh, hold on, uh, hold on, will hold on, to hold live on, left. I don't them. think that's, first of all. 
just for what it's worth, can we stop right there? There's no way that the horses on a nice Montana trail ride where they, you know, you have to be a certain height and weight to do it. They're out in Paradise Valley. They seem seemingly are well taken care of, are, are taken care of the same way as those godforsaken poor street horses in New York City. I, I think, I mean, we use the term horsepower because they're very powerful animals. And I can, if you attached one of those Central Park carriages to me, I could move it across concrete with a load of tourists on it. And so could you. So a horse, I don't think it's that much effort for a horse. Now, listen, I'm not going to go as fast as Wait, a horse. Wait, I thought you just said they were like horse. beating down shitty horses. The, the, the in, new- in far as their spirit. Like, oh, like their job is just to do the same thing repetitively every day. The Central Park carriage horse is to walk around Central Park with a carriage very slowly. And a horse where you go on horseback riding tours is to have someone on its back and walk around very slowly. Yeah, but what are you implying? Like the horse's spirit is broken? What would the horse have do- done if it wasn't giving horseback rides? Invented Facebook? Like, I don't understand. I, it would have been running free in a meadow. Maybe. But instead. But instead, its job is to probably 12 hours a day. I don't think it's 12 hours a day. As long as there is daylight, they're going to book tours. I don't and think... This, and, this, and this horse's job is just to walk around slowly all day for whatever tourist wants to get on okay, its back. Okay, I hope it's slowly. I'm concerned that this horse is going to be like, let's fucking go, man. And I'll be like, no. When they were like, when I called up, I literally said, can I have like a chubby, dumb horse? That's what I want for me. I don't care if my wife does it all. But back to the New York City carriage horse thing. I do I, I think those horses much... are treated terrible on uh, living in concrete in the middle of New York. I mean, I, their stables are, you know, you, if you take a cab to or when I take a cab to work, you go by their stables and their stables look exactly like any other barn. Yeah, but you're telling me. I mean, they're they're on they're on the west side. They're in sort of like warehouses that are on on the west you're side. You're telling me, you, but you think that the New York City horses have the same um, like the same life as the Montana horseback horses? I think they're in the same ballpark. I mean, well, the Montana horse, the Montana horses, the Montana horse. But yeah, yeah, you some acetate, you know, wild horses. But can't but wild no, horses can, get attacked by whatever their predator is? I don't know, but, like a like a. Can, fucking i i have no idea what a wild horse predator but you get what i'm saying like compared to like farm horse that you might say say you and sarah buy a farm and own a horse you might ride your horse for enjoyment once a week right like otherwise your horse eats carrots and and straw and runs around its little pen as much as it wants it has it does what it wants but but the horses in central park and the horses that you're going to go on the horseback riding tour all day long. All right. Do the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Wait, wait, wait. I uh, now I'm. It's concerned. the same life. I, now I'm concerned. It's the and I don't understand why people don't see that parallel. Like it's the like yeah to you and me a carriage looks heavy right but mark if you you know that if you strapped one of those you don't need to be the world's strongest man contest to move it across central park okay south. now i don't i am i now i'm like wait am i abusing an animal by you're going not on abu- this? you're not abusing an animal but but it like if if you're somebody who who is uh uh morally triggered by central park horse carriages yes. a horseback riding tour is the exact same fucking thing i don't disagree with you and now i'm i'm unclear also, considering I don't, I don't really want to do this. I'm wondering if maybe this is a way out for me because I'd be like, Sarah, look, I, I, I don't see. Listen, I don't see anything horribly wrong with it. Now I'm googling. Wanna, do horses like to be ridden? This is see. Do you know what this show should be do, called? Uh, of course, Mark that's, see, that's an unfair. That we hadn't previously considered, dude. That's an unfair question. Do horses like to be ridden? Do horses like to be ridden all fucking day, every day? Is the question. Okay. Okay. All do right. horses like to be ridden? Probably some do. Do horses like being in a servitude slave horse riding contract for their entire life? Uh. Okay, so I texted Sarah. And I said, hey, are you on a meeting? Are you free? And the text response I got was, I'm not going to argue with Ryan about horses that live in a prairie and are protected by weight limits versus carriage horses that literally drop dead from heat exhaustion in a city landscape. Oh, yeah, because the media is in Montana, and a bunch of tourists are on Montana oh, with their phones uh-oh. ready to cover By God, it. is that Sarah Zito's music? Is that Sarah Zito's music? I'm going to just, I'm going to give this up. I'm going to give the headphones to her. Hey! You guys can talk it all out. 
Okay, what, did I come up here to fight with you? What's happening? No, you didn't come up to fight with me. I, I just, I, I just, I just said that I don't see a difference in the life of a horseback riding horse and and a Central Park carriage horse. How do you not see a difference? Um, their job is to all day, every day carry people around at a very slow and boring pace their spirit is broken they are they are just they they are on the same mission every day all day every day so like us like um if you much like a factory worker i hear i hear what you're saying but like i have ridden horses my entire life and there's such a difference in, I mean, listen, there are places that have horses that are exhausted and old and have health issues that should not be ridden, that they have people continue to ride them, yeah. and that is 100% abusive. There's also places that take really good care of their horses and protect them with weight limits and don't like leave them out. And if it's too hot or if they don't feel good, they take care of them and they have vets that come regularly. It's, it's like they're, well, but that, that's, that can be, that, you can't compare that to a carriage horse that are just like literally living abused lives every single day. There's petitions to end carriage horses, There's not petitions to end horseback riding in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I know, no, no, I listen, I, I'm not, I'm not saying about horseback riding. Okay. I mean, like if you own a horse and you go horseback riding, that's totally fine. Okay. But a horse that's job is to give horseback riding tours lives the exact same life as a Central Park carriage horse. No, they don't. They do. A horse a, a horse that lives on a prairie in Montana that has a beautiful pasture that they live in and they get turned out to every single night and have absolutely lovely care and attention and vet medical care, whatever, that doesn't carry a big-ass carriage from, like, the 1800s around with it, a feather it, sticking out of its head it's, getting it's, whipped it, and carrying it's fat scary. tourists is totally It's wheels on life. concrete. You you realize, Sarah, that if you pulled that carriage, is you turned, can move it. Is turned out the way we – is that what we say? Yes, they get turned out. Because it sounds like you're, like, pimping the horses every night. We're like, we're turning these horses out. <laughs> um, no, but you realize, Sarah, Ryan, that if you Ryan if you strapped, that, if you strapped onto that carriage, you could move it across. You, you on those wheels, you could pull it across 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 concrete. Well, like like a fucking like Egyptian slave. Like I, I don't know, but I'm saying like it doesn't like you and all. We can all push a car, dude. And a car things, is much heavier like, than. Could you imagine a, being a, a horse that shit? You're getting like taxi exhaust into your face and all that shit. Also, I mean, like I'm just I'm just saying that like pulling something on wheels. Yeah, the taxi exhaust isn't fun. But pulling something on wheels and having something sit on your spinal cord, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's, I don't think. I'm Ryan Sanson. Under- I'm here live with a horse for an in-depth interview. <laughs> horse, what's easier? I just, I just don't see a difference in, in a horse that, that's job it is to do tours. Okay. Is they're, they're all, they're all in the same More importantly, group. are we concerned about me at all? Like, wh- I don't really want to do this. I'm concerned is like is can you go on the horseback ride and I can just have like a cool drink or something? Stan and Sarah did that. That's what's uh, they they I think only one of them ended up going on it. Yeah, I believe it. But yeah. see, like this this horse ride is two hours. Also, I'm I'm afraid that I'm going to hurt my dick for the whole trip. <laughs> like my legs are gonna hurt. Okay, you might get a little chafing. Yeah, like do I have to wear boots? Do I have to wear like pants? What is there special you horse stuff? Jeans and closed-toed shoes. Don't be stupid. You're no, no. Our stirrups, stirrups are they go on the horse, right? And they, I put my feet in them. In in the stirrups. Yeah. All right. I think you'll have fun. I think you really should do it. I need a hat. Oh, maybe a cowboy hat. Do you think I could learn enough lines from City Slickers before we go? Do you, Mark, Sarah? Do you think Mark will fall off the horse at some point? Or is Jesus he Christ! Okay? I hope not. Won't I get seriously injured? First of all, I used to do like jumping. Like competitions, I've fallen off a horse less times than I can count on one hand, and we're going to be walking. So if he falls off, it's a hundred percent his fault. <laughs> Wait, but I want to be in gallop, gang. How do I get it? You cannot be in gallop, gang. I can be in gallop. I could do. What do I just hold on? Do I need to say whoa or <laughs> nay? Do I say nay? The horse, say nay, nay. the horse says nay. So the horse says nay, and yeah. I'll be like whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I'm trying to look up some. Oh, he got in your head, didn't he? Yeah, he did not get in my head, but I'm I'm trying to look up something that'll just make him stop talking. Uh. <laughs> Sounds like in the discussion of horses, Sarah thinks I, Ryan's I just, a real 
horse's ass. <laughs> it's I'll I just I'll, I'll come back next week. All right, yeah, we'll right. see you. We'll, the, we'll the, there right. will be you follow up. Do, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back next week and I'm gonna give you an honest assessment that of this experience, and I can tell you, like with full honesty, if we pull up and these horses look like flea-bitten, sad, broken, skinny, rib-sticking-out, abused what? animals. Do you think I, I'm going to get on that horse's back but, and but make them have you ever drag seen, me around I've for two never, hours? Absolutely but, but, not. But you're making so that comparison. I'll give you the full report next week, okay? I, I've never seen a Central Park horse look like that, though. Well, I, I mean, I don't know, dude. Here, I, I think we all, I think we're all excited for next week's horse health segment. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> we, I, we got to get back on track here, though. I can't, I can't talk horses forever. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, before we get, before we get too far off track, there's just two things that I wanted to say Goodbye, that have Sarah. changed here. Yes. Oh, bye, Sarah. I love you. <laughs> very dismissive of me. <laughs> anyway, that have changed here since uh, since I was last away. What? Um, do you know the fountain out front of the wind? The, yeah, I guess they have. Well, the, 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 there's the little pond and the little jumping water fountain or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it used to be um, they used to play like cartoon music out there. Yeah, and now it's like rock. Okay, that sort of sucks. And they took the smell away. The, oh, the scent of the wind? It doesn't yep. smell like anything anymore? Nope. Or I'm nose blind to it because You probably I, have COVID. No, no, no. Because I bought, I smell everything. But I bought the little diffusers. They're in my bathroom at home. That wind scent. I have the wind scent diffusers yeah, at, in my bathroom this, at yeah. home. And and maybe I've just turned nose blind to it. But I don't think so because I can still smell it in my bathroom. But they're not using it here. Why don't you pull a, a concierge aside and complain? Like, yo, what happened to the smell? Yeah. I stay here because of the smell. It's a weird reason to stay anywhere. Um, it now, smells really good, though. I'm glad you brought up water, though, because that's actually where I wanted to go next. Okay. Fifth set of skeletal remains found at Lake Mead after western states hit with drought-inflicted water cuts. This is from USA Today. Uh-huh. So... Rangers discovered the remains near the swim beach area of the lake, which sits between Nevada and Arizona. They have found so, like, with the, with the water levels going down in that region of the country, they keep finding bodies and shit right. in the water. You have to imagine that for a sheriff, this is just like, oh, Christ. Like, like they're not going to solve this, you know? This is, this is my question, Yeah. right? Is this because it's it's um, Lake Mead and it's um, Las Vegas, or is every there a lake. lake? Yeah, is there a lake near every major city that if the water level recedes, it's like uh, an unmarked graveyard? I would imagine. I, I would have to imagine it depends on how much mafia activity there is in any given place. I well, think, think about my lake. Maybe there's bodies in there. Yeah. How deep does it go? It's about 50 feet deep. I don't think that's deep enough. You don't think so? I mean, no. like, it, it, we'll look where they're putting the bodies in Lake Mead. Yeah, but it's the, not 50 feet deep where they're finding these. I, I don't know. They're finding them now because, I, I guess, well, they've moved around a bit. I would imagine a lake had to be at least 100 feet for me to put a body in it. I don't know. It turns out, I guess what I learn over and over again, it is just so much easier to hide a body than I think in my mind. What keeps me from killing is the internal guilt and the fear I will be find found out. It turns out that no one would actually care. See, I was told when I lived in Baltimore back in the day yeah. that if you dumped it in the bay, the crabs would take care of it quickly. Do we think and that's I, true? I imagine probably like, you know, the Atlantic coast, like, you know, the lobsters would get to it. Well, yeah, if you put it in a fucking ocean, I think it would be good. Other than like, you do run the risk that like, oh shit, is it going to get washed ashore? Like, I think that's why a lake is good, you know. Yeah. It's, it's you know, there's normally not a lot of wave activity. But they never found big pussy. Back to, to this, to this whole, to this whole uh, lake of bodies situation, Right. Right. Do they have to investigate this now? Does some poor sheriff have to be like, like he should have a he should he should have a press conference where he goes, yes, uh, regarding the five bodies, 
We've done our investigation. Uh, they all drowned. They just, it was horrible drownings. Uh, not sure if there was any, you know, they just went for a swim. They're all dead. It was 50 years ago. What the fuck do you want me to do? Do you remember, I forget how many years ago it was, but in Long Island, and what was it, Gilgo Beacher, I think is what it was called, that they found, like, tons of bodies and then they determined that they weren't even from the same person that there was like possibly like multiple serial killers dumping bodies there oh my god but that's kind of nice because here's the thing if you what what where was it it was in long island i think it's almost like somebody yelped it and was like this is where you should put a body and everyone agreed like yeah five stars for body hiding Um, there victims. is a point where murders get it, you see like if, if they found a bunch of bodies in a river today like that were killed last week we'd be like oh my god that's terrible right but after at a certain point it becomes just kind of entertaining to me I maybe that's a, a personal defect I have but yeah that's a little that's a little by the way I, I just did a we're quick fucking look joking the- about it you're on this you're on this show too sorry just saying <laughs> It looks like it was one person who killed between 10 and 16 people. Between 10 and 16? Yeah, over a 20-year period, so. Okay. That's uh, one per year. I wonder if it was a specific day or when the mood struck. Like Arbor Day, he went out and... Yes. Yeah. Be like, find somebody that wasn't respecting the environment, throw them in the lake, make them part of the environment forever, make them really give back to Mother Earth. Well, I just read there's a new Bosch book. That I just read, uh-huh. and that's the—that's actually the plot. What the what? Is that there's serial rapists who strike on holidays? Oh, like the uh, like the Thanksgiving fucker. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. No, but that's that's the plot of the book. What yeah. the fuck? Wait, like, <laughs> I know that that's a series people read, right? But do right. you? Th- who writes the Bosch books? Michael Connolly, who wrote the Lincoln Lawyer, who yeah, like yeah. He, he's yeah. Do you think Michael Connolly? Was sitting around and he was just like, what fucking shit can I throw out there? Okay. So, people love holidays. People get really, okay, they like SVU. Mm, mm, ah, got it. Uh, yep. Is it a group of people? It is a pair of friends. So it's like the Avengers of rape. Yes. Okay. And they commit their crimes on holidays. See, like, every time I think I can't write a book, it's like, well, I could come up with that. It just seems so ridiculously implausible. Now, have you finished the book, or are you still in the middle of it? No, I I finished the book. Um, All right. So, spoiler alert for anyone who's going to read this book. uh, Don't, you know, we're going to, I guess... We're going to ruin it for everybody? I don't know. Well, like, how did they come up? Why did they start doing this? You never found out because... It feels like that should be explained. Yeah, it does, but you never find out because they get killed. But does Bosch kill them? No, Renee Ballard does. Who the fuck is that? She's like the uh, the spinoff character. Of Bosch? Yeah, because like Bosch is old now. Oh, okay. Bosch is like 70 now. Okay. So like this is this is one of his former partners who's younger and so like he's a he's a retired sort of like private detective <laughs> Ch- chapter, and he helps her out. Chapter 1 of this Bosch book. <laughs> Renee Ballard walks into an assisted living community, sees Bosch interior wheelchair. Bosch, I have a crime to solve. Ah, shut the fuck up. Okay, and then the rest of the book is just Renee Ballard. But they want to make money on the Bosch character. Exactly. So they keep him around, you okay, know. Okay, but but so she kills the rapists at the right. same time? Yes. Well, cuz she Are they like, in the middle of a rape and it's like a they she shoots them both and they're like she she <laughs> figures out who the next next victim is going to be. And she stands in for the next victim, sort of like off the... She doesn't tell anybody that she's doing it. And she stands in for the next victim. And so when the rapists come in, um, she kills them. (laughs) Imagine the brainstorming session. They're like, okay. So Renee Ballard, she figures out who the next victim is. Oh, so what does she do? Does she go and save them? No. She rapes them. Why? (laughs) It's like, well, she realizes that she would really get in the killer's head if she took Uh, what they wanted. It's like, no, no, no. I don't think we should do that. It was think, actually a, it was actually a good book. So not all of them are great. But so the, the, what holiday does she stop them on? 
Oh, God. It's got to be, like, Valentine's Day, I think. Wait, so I have a question. Do they only do their crimes on major holidays, or are we like, fuck Columbus Day? Do we know if I have to look for them today? (laughs) Yeah, I I, I think it was pretty much like they would sit around on holidays and then see if, you know, a call came in. Easter. Okay, all right. Oh, but you know how they figured it out, right? Do you want to hear it? Because you're going to love this. If we're spoiling everything (laughs) in the book. Yes! How she figured it out. Okay, so wait, take me through the book. So there's these two guys, and I guess they start raping. Yes. Somehow Bosch gets involved. So so Ballard's real partner takes a takes a weekend to Santa Barbara with her uh, with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and so she leaves her alone on the case. And, and Wait, it so happens there's two th- there's two female partners that yes that yeah, wow yeah, yeah, I yeah, like yeah, this yeah. very progressive right and 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 but it's very like set in the defund movement where it, it's sort of like about how everyone in the LAPD is given up because of the, you know defund the police uh-huh, uh-huh. that they just don't give a fuck anymore yep. And and so uh, the one partner takes off and leaves Ballard with the case by herself, and and another case she's working just happens to intersect with Bosch, so he gets involved. Now is Bosch a cop or is he like a vigilante? Works he's, on his he, own. He's a former cop who now works as a private detective. I like in all these books. In all these books, it's like um, it's like there's always you know like even like the Corman strike. Uh, series by uh, J.K. Rowling or whatever name she writes under, like Robert Galbraith or something. But uh-huh. um, there's always like a dude who's just like a detective, but he's like a P.I. and he solves crimes. And you have to imagine <laughs> the police are constantly like, what the fuck? It would be like what, if what I doing? walked into Burger King and started making the burgers and somebody would be like, hey, this is your goddamn job, Mark. Yes. Yeah. This well, is- that was the whole thing is even when he was a cop, he was still that guy. They're basically so. all like grumpy podcast hosts that are doing their own murder <laughs> investigations. <laughs> they're re- I mean, like, dude, there's 25 books, and they're and most. I mean, like, most of them are pretty good. I would just get, I would just get, bo- I would get shitty with the titles by book 17. It'd be like, Bosch solves another fucking murder. And it would just be like, wait, is that the name? Yes. <laughs> do you uh, want to? Do you want to try to figure out what some of these books might be about? Okay, well, no, I want to find out more about the holiday rape book oh, that okay, apparently. Okay. Somebody was like, green like this one. Um, so Bosch enters the picture. I think picture. at this point, Mike, Michael Connolly's probably green lighting his own shit. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead, say it again. So Bosch enters the picture. Yes. And he is working on a, a, a murder case or a rape case? No, he's not even really working on anything. He's just sort of bored and old and starts mm. helping Ballard because he's bored and old and retired. And he's like, you know how sort of like... You're 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 not doing anything, and your dad asks you what you're doing, and you're like, "I got to run to the post office," and he's like, "I'll do it for you." So a whole chapter where Bosch can't get his headphones to pair to his Bluetooth, and he has to fucking call Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, "What are you doing?" There's a whole sh- another thing. She's working the case, and she calls, and she finds a clue, and she calls Bosch, but instead he spends 35 minutes telling her about an episode of Blue Bloods he watched. (laughs) It's called The Dark Hours is the name of the book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen Bosch's Bosch randomly calls her at 3.30 in the morning and she goes, what the fuck? He's like, I'm up early. Also, have you heard about this Black Lives Matter? And she's like, no, Bosch, stop. Don't do this. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so Bosch is old and he starts helping out. Yes. Yes. So um, how how she figures it out is that an old man she's like looking at one of the crime scenes and an old man tells that's her a fucking disgusting noise into the mic. Sorry, sorry, my throat. I'll I'll mute. Hold on, give me Jesus. one second. Ryan's been out talking to prostitutes and partying in Vegas. Oh God! Um, an old man when she's looking at at a crime scene complains to her that a streetlight was sabotaged. Okay. And then she's like, oh, my God, that's how they do it, is they turn off the streetlight the day before they're going to rape somebody. And so she gets like so she calls the streetlight department and they tell her that a streetlight went out and then what she the goes fuck? Wait, and, she, and she and she I swear to God, this is the plot. And she goes and she goes to the woman's house and she's like, ma'am, you're going to get a raped. street. There's a streetlight out in front of your house. You're going to get raped. Leave. This is not I'll funny. stay here. Okay. By the way, I know this is not funny, but also, uh, what? Like, this is the plot of the book. Okay. And 
And and so she does, and then the rapists come and she kills them. But what about the holidays? You skipped over the holiday parts. I think because the book starts on Christmas. Why are they? Did you make up that they only rape on holidays? No. No. Dude, I swear to God, the book starts on Christmas and then New Year's, and then I'm pretty certain that that it like if I'm maybe I'm wrong and more time elapsed, but but I think like we, it would have been Valentine's Day when she caught them. What? Okay. The, first of all, first of all, that can't possibly be true. You can't be like, okay, one was on Christmas, one was on New Year's. Let me put this together. The next crime will occur on Valentine's Day. Maybe, that, maybe. I there has to be more than that. I mean, look, I don't want these fictional characters getting raped all over the city, but you can't just have two and then be like, I, I know where the next one is. Well, no, 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 no. There also, was a in long... Los Angeles, you're telling me there's only one fucking streetlight out? This is insane. <laughs> there, was a long, there was a long line of them before the book started. Like, they were already looking for these guys. Okay, so... Uh, Okay, wait. So Do you he, get what I'm saying? So like Michael Connolly just yada, yada, yada over the whole thing. He was like, chapter one. Anyway, there's a bunch of people getting sexually assaulted. We pick it up there. Um, yes. Bosh, yes. what are you doing? I'm old. Yes. All right, Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so what happens to Ballard's partner when she goes away? That must mean something, right? Uh, well, yeah, she gets, she, she, her career ends up getting pretty fucked. Okay. She gets she gets caught. Her her partner gets caught. Be, she thinks that Ballard like ratted on her and and told her you know that she had skipped out for the weekend. But really, her lieutenant was on vacation at the same hotel and saw her. Is that not? Are you not allowed to take vacation when you're a cop? Well, she 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 skipped out of work. She was supposed to be working, and she was like oh. fucking at a hotel. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, to be fair, if you really want to break down what her what Ballard did, Ballard was supposed to be arresting these guys and decided to just lie in wait and murder them. Well, like, she had qu- she quit. She she turned in her resignation fifteen minutes before they showed up, so that she could murder them. Pretty much, yeah. What the fuck? Because what is then this it's book? then then it's breaking and entering in self defense, and she's not a cop. Okay, so this is this is one of those like. God damn it. That's the, that's the twist. That's the twist at the end. It's like, it's all fine. It's self-defense because she wasn't a cop anymore. And we're all like, yay. And oh, and then at the end of the book, the police, the chief, the chief of police comes in and tells her to be a cop again and gives her a badge back. So, you know, there's another book coming. Probably about six Wait. or eight months from now. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you should dude there there's there's i mean like dude they're really easy like paperback fictions they're so easy to read and and you can dude there's 25 of them you can fly through fucking all of them easily okay but but, but i'm more on i'm more on this thing that the woman resigns being a cop so that she can murder now look look all I, of them are this ridiculous i understand this is, this that they're rapists i'm not on the side of the fictional rapists however <laughs> she murders them the chief of police basically shows up like yay nice. we need more people like you back. yes yes we need more like you yes <laughs> what happens to the woman that got thrown out of her house is she like oh shit we never really follow up with her. Uh, I guess. I guess she's grateful. Imagine the Vox piece on that woman someday, where she sits for an interview and she's like, "Yes." So an officer of the law showed up and said that a streetlight was out and I was gonna get raped. So well, I and, and she you was should addicted to methamphetamines. And, well, no, and she said you should go with this old guy to the W Hotel while I stay in. Wait, the house. Bosch and her went to the hotel together. Bosch Bosch took the lady whose house was the target. The, the intended victim, yeah. he took her to a hotel to keep her safe. Is the implication that Bosch and her were going to do it? No, no, there is no. Because no he's old. Yes. He's trustworthy. He's, he's, he's old. And so he's, did he know. do anything besides just take the woman to the uh, hotel? No, I think that was pretty much it. Just another end, yeah. story of a woman taking care of business while a man fucks off. Am I That's right? That's right. Correct. Oh, man, I think I want to read all the Bosch books now. <laughs> all right. Well, so, okay. You tell me what you think trunk music is about. Trunk music? Yeah. Uh, a, a murder in a club? Oh. Are you like no, a big they... Bosch head? Are you a Bosch boy? 
Dude, I've told, I've read all the books. All right. So what's trunk music about? I think that's the one with the gangster who who does. He's 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 a porn producer who's in the mob, and they find him in his trunk. God damn it! These books sound so dumb. Just <laughs> so dumb. I thought these were. I thought these were like. I don't know what I thought, but I didn't anticipate that it was just like a like. Oh, I'll take two things, cram them together, and that'll be my my book. Like, oh, dude, it's absolutely what it is, and 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 they just keep getting. They're not. It's it's just one millimeter shy of completely unplausibly ridiculous. Like it it's 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 just shy enough to be like, all right, I'll go along with it. I I just all right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what what else is, is, is going on? We we only have about like seven minutes left, which is crazy. After all this well, horse and bosh talk. We never we never followed up and talked about uh my experience in the Nick's locker room. What did I send you? Did I send you pictures? You just sent me a photo of you in the Knicks locker room. Who would care about this? All right, no, well, fine. What do you want to talk? Okay, about Ryan. Then? Ryan, you went to the Knicks locker room one day. What happened in there? I drank a lot. All right, and uh, I had like three drinks. You know, we were in there for probably an hour. Okay, it was. It, it's it's tiny. I guess the, the biggest question everybody had was, where are the showers? Wait, now I'm playing this back through my head. When, before we went on the air and you said I have two little things to bring up, were they, I, the hotel doesn't smell the same and they play different music now? Yes. Jesus Christ. What? What? How, what were we going to do with those topics? You see, this is the best thing is that I know tiny little things. Sometimes they might seem insignificant, but a half hour later we're talking about something related. The smell? Yeah. What did that have to do with Bosch? I don't even remember how we got there. I see. I don't either, but it worked, didn't it? I guess. But it, by circumstance, the other thing could have been like, this hotel doesn't smell the same. And I would have been like, yeah, weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we started talking about bodies in the water. That's what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're like, I wanted to talk about water. And then you said that they, and that's where we didn't, where we could have gone back to mm. is does every lake have bodies in it? Yes. Well, not every lake. I don't know though. Ooh. I would I would I would bet you that if we, you know, did a a search of a lot of like my lake I think would because it's it's near a big city. It's it's like half of it's in New Jersey. Like you know the mob activity going on there. This is horrifying, you know. This is horrifying to find out that we think that there are just bodies in every lake in America. I mean I bet you Yeah. You think you th- would you now? Do you have to put cinder blocks on a box? We need a murder expert on the show. Like, do they need cinder blocks, or is that like a mob thing? I well, I think you, sh- you probably want to weight it down, or the body will bloat and float. Mm. Okay. Now, how come when my daughter just falls in the tub or something, she just goes down? Like, she fell in a lake and just sank like a bag of potatoes. Is it only once they they bloat that they come back up? Yes, yes. Ah, that must have really screwed the first person that tried to drown someone. <laughs> bloat and float. Uh, I, I thought about something. La- no, we're not even going to go there. You no, know. give it to me. No, I, was, I just had, uh, like, one of those profound thoughts last night, like, thinking about, like, the first person. Yeah. And and the first person to discover salt, like how many types of dirt they had to try before they figured out that that one tasted good. I don't really know how anyone discovered anything. Like, you know, right? when they're like, eat this plant or not that plant. Like, it, I have to imagine there was some type of biological thing that said, I'm going to eat this. Much in the same way a cat will eat certain stuff, but not other stuff. I, I don't know how it was figured out. I'm really happy to be living now. Yeah, I, it, it, there was no better time than now. There's no there's no time that if you think and go back in the past that you would have rather lived then. I don't know. Apparently the 70s if I wanted to hide a body because the lakes were full of a lot of water. <laughs> well, you brought up the other day that you were – I forget if you brought this up on or off the air. Oh, God, I hope it's not super fucked up and then I'm like, that was off air. But yeah, go ahead. No, that you were you were amazed that less than fifty percent of murders are solved. Oh no, that was definitely on the air because I said, okay. "Holy shit, it's so much easier to kill someone than I thought." Right? 
you know, yeah, I, I'm under the impression that with Nest Cams and Ring Cams and everything, like, like you know, it's pretty much Big Brother watching all the time. In fact, I saw that there's something where Amazon is, is, is making, like, a new television show that's, like, primarily the, the footage from Ring Doorbell Cams. Oh, I, actually, I would watch that. Would you? <laughs> Probably. It's going to be, like, it'll be one of those things that, that is hot for all of, like, Three months. It's going to be all the rage, and then it's going to be on the TV for fucking the next 20 years like poker tournaments. Yeah, but that it's the thing that's weirder about it is, like, you know, Amazon already has a process where I'm pretty sure law enforcement can just, like, get the footage from your cameras. Weird. Which is not what you want, I would imagine. You know? Did you, did you see the, uh, speaking of crimes, the, the moderator of the Salman Rushdie attack? No. Oh, he's he's all fucked up. What? I send you a link. What happened? He got stabbed. Okay. And what am I supposed to? I, this is a fun show. I mean, I realized we were talking about murder for the past half hour, but what? Well, we haven't talked about we haven't talked about that at all. Okay. I just sent you a link in the G chat. Oh, great, grand, fantastic, grand. <laughs> That's uh, Jesus Christ. He got stabbed in the face. This is very fucked up. And maybe um, it's just a black eye, but he's got stitches. I mean, I just, hey, I guess uh, what I want to say is if you're thinking about stabbing somebody, uh, don't do it. <laughs> you know? Do you, hey, let, I, me be like, what, let me be like you for a second and be like, yeah. Hey, do you think uh, Rushdie got stabbed because Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars? No, what I'm wondering that is, is, is does Larry me. David feel different about the Fatwa episodes? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> he was, Salman Rushdie was in those, wasn't he? I have no idea. You don't remember the ones with the disguise? Haven't even watched all the oh. episodes. The Larry David Fatwa disguise is pretty brilliant. Well, Ryan, we've... Uh, come to the end of a, another program and I, I think we fucking ended with a flourish on this one where you said hey have you seen the guy that got stabbed so <laughs> I feel like you're on vacation understandable it's good it's good that we did the show but let's be honest do you feel like we threw our fastball today uh, well I feel like uh, we definitely did it in a rush today yeah, well, I, I just I feel like when you're when you're throwing out topics of let's nationally talk on the radio about the music at the fountain, I don't even know how I'm supposed to make something of that. But next Wednesday and next Thursday, we are back, and you know what? It's gonna be the best goddamn shows you've ever heard. I feel very, very strongly about that. Ryan, do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, tell Sarah I love her. Why don't you tell her yourself? You guys are in a horse fight, and we <laughs> will settle that in the future. Be here tomorrow. Bye.